You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's a beautiful morning. Time. It's time. It's time. It's Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for a TSS Fantasy. Yeah. 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 Fuck you got me up this damn early, Jason. <laughs> it's time. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it's Sunday fun day. You're waking up with TSS Fantasy. Yeah! Waking up all right. Here we go. We did not understand a word Fred said, but at least we know it's Sunday a.m. and it's time to wake up. Only Freddie would wake up with a mask and a bat on. I mean, he's ready for I'm ready. football. I am so ready. I'm so ready. Let's go. Can't even, can't even breathe in his mask. He's so ready. Let's get the introduction started. Welcome into the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera. Yeah, good morning, everybody. Let's go. It's football time. It's time. Make or break time. Let's get into it. By the way, Fred, I love your bill, bro. I love that it's got fucking the Empire State of Mind stuff on it. Yeah, I love it. Empire State Building. Love the bill. Let's go, man. If you if you don't know, TSS.com, get those last-minute rankings. I think we're going to be talking about that a little bit later on, but you know, a little foreshadowing never hurts. We will be talking about those, that's for sure. Let's welcome into the studio. He's so pumped and ready. Got a bat ready to go. The Jester Freddy, the Jester Reyes. Welcome to the studio. Damn right. Ain't no smiling this time. It's time for the season. I got to do everything I can to get myself hyped up and these damn Jets. Let's go. Follow me at TSS Jester. I'm ready. All right, Fred, bring in the energy. That's what you want on a Sunday morning, right? You want somebody sure. yelling in your face. No Flacco, take notice, man. That energy's for you, Joe. Especially, <laughs> something we especially want in the morning is a glass of OJ. After a long absence, let's welcome back to the studio Greg OJ, the Juices Loose Mayor. Fellas, it's football opening day. It's Sunday. It's back. I'm hype. I'm ready. Let's go, everybody, zero and zero, except for the Jets. <laughs> He's counting the, the, count the L already. God, come on. Come on. <laughs> All right, let's get on with it. Don't forget, later on, we are gonna we got lots of good guests for our show today. We got Brian's about to, Brian's about to come in from the injured list. going to bring us all the injury news, so make sure you want to check that out. Mikey Betts will be in later as well to bring us our bets of the day. And Jay the Plug got a little plug of the week, so we'll be hearing from him as well. As Justin alluded to, go to TSSFantasy.com. 
Shopify.com. All of our rankings are up right now. You can sit there and go over some things, you know, compare. Shop and compare is what I always say. I get everyone's rankings. I look at everyone. Just, just check everyone out. Just compare. See where you're at. But I always say go with your gut nonetheless. All right. Don't forget, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. It's real easy. If you do, you're entered to win a CJ 2K Fine Football. I mean, it's just that easy. Go hit that subscribe button right away. Also, don't forget, we are on under, excuse me, we're not on underdog. Go get to underdog fantasy. They do lots of daily stuff. We'll be talking to TFS later. Get on underdog. Use the promo code TSS. We are going to double your deposit up to $100. Isn't that crazy enough? We're also now, don't forget, we're on the Fantasy Football Network, so you can check us out on there on our Sunday morning show. And don't forget, always check up, check out everything on Belly Up Sports. We got everything from wrestling to racing. We got it all covered for you. Well, I kind of messed my intro up, but I'll just do it anyway. Justin, why do we give all these crazy giveaways away? Should I do both parts? Might as well. <laughs> well, I, I, to quote Nick Flanders Macaronis, it's because we can. But to, but to bring the power and energy, it's because of the fantasy show with the people. The people. The show. <laughs> show the people indeed. Let's get this started, guys. It's Sunday Funny. Like I said, we got so much good action. We're going to start, though, with a little bit of weather. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I can see all obstacles in my way. Gone all the dark clouds that had me blind. It's going to be a bright, 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 sunshiny day. This isn't just snow. This is flurries. It's coming down, and it clearly affected Matthew Stafford. See, I don't know if you noticed the bright, sunshiny day was right over Hard Rock. I don't Even know. Hard Rock there. Unbelievable. I noticed. Trust it's me, America's team. We're getting pumped up for today. All right, so here we go. Let's go through the weather. There's a lot of dome games today, too, so don't have to worry about that there. Green Bay at Minnesota, one of them. KC at Arizona, that's another one in the dome. L- uh, lots of about the LV. Raiders at the Chargers, that's also in a dome. Eagles at Lions in a dome. And Saints at Falcons in a dome. So we've got some good dome games. you got kickers in those matches. Those are the ones where you want to definitely get your kicker in. Someone you might not want to get your kicker in, 49ers at Chicago today, 70 degrees, rain is forecasted, wind 7 miles an hour, so not like a big storm or anything, but something to take where we talked about that earlier, the matchup, look for the run games in this, watch your quarterbacks in this one, check that out, it's going to be an interesting matchup. Steelers at Bengals, uh, 76 degrees, mostly cloudy, 5 mile an hour winds, Patriots. At America's team, guess what? It's Muggy. hot. It's sticky. That's like I'm a tank top on. We're about, we about to hit the car and head down there and sweat our butts off today. And guess what, Patriots? You're going to be sweating, too. I don't care how long you've been down here. 90 degrees, humid. Oh. at 90 miles. And I'm 99 I don't think the weather's going to be an issue for the Patriots, though. No, 
I, hey, that's, I that's think it's right. South Beach. <laughs> the night before. <laughs> hey, if if you come down here partying too much, I think Bill Belichick's not letting him do that, bro. He already knows. Like you, they came down here for business. They better be. They better be anyway. Bill All Belichick's right, going to every room. He's got a key card to every room. He's like, you in there? You in there? You're gonna be off the team if you wait. <laughs> <laughs> going to the Ravens at Jets matchup. Seventy-six degrees overcast. And three miles an hour, so it doesn't look like uh, wind will affect anything or the weather. Jags will be facing the Commanders. It's 73 there as well. Possible light rain schedule. So I want to watch out. A seven miles an hour wind. Um, Browns at Panthers, 79 degrees. Um, humid, it says, but five miles and also overcast as well. So we might see some light rain in a couple of these games. Colts at Houston. Um, it says clear. I thought Houston was a dome, but I guess uh, I guess they got it opened up for whatever. I, what the hell do I know? Giants at the Titans, 79 degrees, humid, mostly cloudy, eight miles an hour, uh, eight mile an hour wind. Bucks at the Cowboys, 83 degrees, eight mile an hour wind. It's clear there as well. And for the Monday nighter, Broncos at the Seahawks, 75 degrees, clear, five mile an hour. So I'm sorry, Seahawks, the weather is not going to save you this on Monday night. For sure. All right, that's the weather rundown. Now, as our season progresses those things will mean a little bit more as we get a little more weather and stuff that gets on but again make sure you watch those injury report excuse me watch those weather reports if you've got uh quarterbacks kickers you want to watch the winds and the rains and all that kind of good stuff so make sure it's other things you got to be thinking about speaking of other things we got to think about how about injuries i mean that's things we unfortunately always got to think about we have an injury expert in the building so we're about to bring him in let's welcome in brian scott from the injury Hello, gentlemen. How we doing? We are doing great. We appreciate you being here because, uh, you know, we, we know a few things, but injuries we don't know anything about. So that's why we bring the experts in so they can tell us. We got a lot of guys that have popped up just kind of crazily towards yes. the end of the week and just a lot of questions of who's starting and who's not. So take it away, my friend. Yeah, so I've got a few very last minute additions to their respective teams injured lists which i know you guys i'm sure are going to be questioning so i'm going to go right to those guys first um and dak prescott popped up on the cowboys injured list unexpectedly after he had some ankle soreness uh skip bayless started freaking out in his talk show on espn which you know i don't i'm not surprised by uh, but this is not anything that's unexpected. When you consider that he had a pretty nasty ankle fracture dislocation about two seasons ago, um, he's going to be dealing with this basically the rest of his career. So I'm not too worried about it. Dak was quoted as saying that he feels pretty good, or he feels great, I should say, and it's not going to hamper his ability to be out in the field uh, for their opening uh, game week one. Uh, I don't think it's going to affect his play. Apparently he was experimenting with some different cleats that he normally doesn't wear and transitioned back to the ones he does wear and then experienced some ankle soreness. So they pulled him out of practice early. Uh, just as a precautionary measure, which um, sounds to me like it's very legit, and I don't see, foresee this as being an issue. Uh, so no worries there if you got Dak in your fantasy lineup. 
another guy who unexpectedly popped up on the team's injured list was Christian McCaffrey. Uh, apparently, he had like a cleat to the shin, which caused some type of cut. Uh, and uh, everybody started freaking out here in Carolina, where I live. Uh, even though I'm from New York, I, I still follow the Panthers because I'm, you know, a local guy. So um, nothing to worry about. Uh, apparently, Matt Rule, the head coach, said the only reason he came up on the injured list was because of protocol. They had to put him on there. Otherwise, he probably wouldn't have even mentioned it. And uh, I don't think this is an issue. Don't everybody stop freaking out. Um, <laughs> uh, another guy who popped up late in the week on the injured list uh, was the 49ers uh, tight end George Kittle uh, with a groin strain. Now, this is a little bit more concerning. Uh, just because of his, of his position and the groin injuries tend to be uh, very difficult to treat and can be quite nagging. Um, he's listed as questionable heading into the game uh, Sunday here. So uh, we'll have to see. It could be kind of a game time decision. Not sure of the severity of the injury. Um, it happened late on the week. I think it ha- actually happened on Friday. So that, that's a problem because you really can't test it out until game time. So you might have to kind of pay attention to warm ups and listen to your uh, you know broadcast to see where he's at and whether he's going to actually play. Um, another guy that's been kind of on the fence too at the tight end position is Zach Ertz. He, uh, apparently injured his groin, uh, or I'm sorry, his calf, uh, earlier in the week, had some limited practice on Wednesday, then sat out practice on Thursday, then had a a limited practice on Friday. Um, again, this could be a game time decision. Um, calf injuries are also very difficult to treat and can nag, you know, for the rest of the season as well. So they might, um, have to kind of baby this one too uh, into week one, but you know they're kind of hurting. They got a couple other guys out, but DeAndre Hopkins being suspended, they're kind of you know relying on Zach Ertz to be in there. So this could be another game time decision. And these are hard to call with these kind of muscle strain ones too, because these things tend to take a while to get better. And sometimes you're if you play too early, you're having to play catch up the rest of the season. So you know it depends on really the the importance of the game who they're playing in the competition. But week one, they tend to treat these a little bit more conservatively than you would do, you know, later in the season when you need those W's. So um, Alan Lazard is the one I've been getting the questions about all week. And I'm just as in the dark as you guys are. Sounds like he got stepped on and apparently injured his ankle. Now he's listed as doubtful. So to me, that tells me he's, he's not playing. Um, It's probably more serious than what they already have been kind of telling us, which is not much to begin with. Uh, I think he probably got stepped on and sprained the ankle, which would make sense to me as to why they're not really divulging much information. And the fact that he's probably not going to play, that tells me that he probably has a sprain. This could go on longer than just week one, unfortunately. So it's something to keep on next week, uh, keep an eye on next week as we head into next week's um, practices and stuff like that. Um, I've got a whole long list and we can spend hours going over it. But I want to open up the forum to give you guys a chance to ask me any players in particular that you want to know about. Because a lot of the guys now, we kind of know where they're at. Guys that uh, maybe had some question marks earlier in the week. Um, I just wanted to go over the most recent ones because those are the ones heading into the games today that we're not really sure of. So I'm going to open up the panel here to ask away. Nice. OJ, we'll go to you first. Go ahead. Um, What about Kenneth Walker out in Seattle? What, What are the news you're hearing about him? I haven't heard anything about him. But really? if you want to fill me in on what what has you've heard, then I might be able to shed some light on the situation. Well, I know he's dealing with a hernia issue, and he's questionable to play this Sunday. So, so hernia. Okay, so there's like sports hernias, which you guys hear about, and then there's the more traditional hernias, which most people have. Um, basically, hernias. The only way to treat them, or the most effective way to treat them, is with surgery. So, if he's trying to play through it, good luck to you. 
Probably no, not going to happen. <laughs> just an update on that. Uh, Kenneth Walker already had surgery, and it was not a sports hernia. Just to also fill you in on that, it was actually one of the regular ones. Yeah. So um, you know, we, we had talked about it with the doc actually a little bit, and he should. I don't know if he's going to go this week, uh, Greg, as Brian just alluded to. Those week one injuries, we kind of take, you know, uh, makes sense. Like, you don't want to rush a guy in and then his whole season screwed. So, you know, they'll they'll probably take precaution, I would assume, you'd see, a, um, you know, he they'd let him ride the bench today. I mean, that would be my assumption anyway, but just to give you um, an update on that. Fred, do you have somebody you want to ask Brian about? Yeah, I want to know about Rondale Moore from Arizona. Yeah, you he's hear out. anything more? He's totally he's out. out? He's definitely out. He uh, apparently has a pretty significant hamstring injury that they're ap- apparently getting an MRI or awaiting the results of an MRI. Not Not good news. Yeah, that's what we talked about that um, on Friday. Were you here yesterday? Because <laughs> we were, we were already talking about him. I know, like, but we were like, we were, we were like, we were like this on it. So I want to see how it's helpful looking uh, today. I, I wasn't like that. I said if he's going to get an MRI, then it's not good yeah, news. That's yeah. not good. Whether the MRI comes, regardless of what the MRI says, just the fact that they're getting one is concerning to me. That means it's probably going to be several weeks before he's actually back oh, in the field. Shoot. I mean, I didn't, we didn't even need to bring, bring an injury expert. I said that last night. I mean, what's wrong? This guy, like, wake up, bro. Justin, you got somebody um, that you uh, wanted to ask uh, um, Brian about? Yeah, if you don't mind, I got two guys I want to ask. Sure, about. yeah. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, first All off. Right. Yeah, so you know, another guy I've gotten a ton of questions about. There's been a lot of stuff floating around social media about whether or not this guy is ready to go back week one, how how good his knee is, and uh, he's been kind of fighting back with words on social media saying he's good to go, he feels great. But then you watch some video, and it looks like he might actually be favoring that knee that he had reconstructed. And you know, timing wise, he's at just about a year out, so you would think that he should be ready. But to be honest, I don't even know, and maybe you guys can correct me on this if he's even had any contact as of yet i know he's been practicing in full gear but i don't think he's had any contact yet and and i've seen some of those videos that people are talking about and i was a little bit concerned over some of the things i noticed um with his knee and it did to me look like he was favoring it now i reported months ago that at the time of his injury he actually i think had multiple ligaments injured not all required reconstruction but and this is common with ACL injuries. You will sometimes injure some of the other structures in the knee, and that can sometimes prolong your rehab. So even at a year out, it wouldn't surprise me if he's not 100%. You know, sometimes it can take up to 18 months or somewhere in between before these guys really get back their agility and their explosiveness. He might just be struggling at this phase of his rehab. It doesn't necessarily mean that he's not cleared to play. But, you know, sometimes you get out there and you start doing more of the agility training and all that stuff. And then you quickly realize, like, you're not where you want or need to be. And I think that's kind of the situation he might be in. So I'm a little skeptical about whether he's actually going to be participating in week one. If he does, I think it's going to be on a very limited basis. And the fact that they went out and signed Kenyon Drake, I think, tells me all that I need to know. Yeah, no, definitely a concern there. Justin, you got another guy you wanted to ask? Yeah, another ACL guy. Uh, I want to know about Chris Godwin. He looks like he's been participating in practice, but there's still a question like, yes. about whether he's going to participate in the game. Yeah, so another guy that I've gotten a bunch of questions about, and the, the the reports that came out this week, everyone was all excited that he got rid of his knee brace and was practicing without his knee brace. And I was actually shocked to hear that he even had a knee brace on because most guys these days, when they have an ACL reconstruction of their knee, most surgeons these days are not recommending knee braces. Most guys in 2022 don't require knee braces. 
a lot of the literature around knee braces and ACL reconstructions says it doesn't really do anything, especially when you're later into your rehab, where you're at the point where you're going to be clear to play. Like you should not be requiring a knee brace. So that told me that he might be struggling a little bit getting his agility back. He might still feel what we call functional instability, where he might not feel very good on that knee. He may still have a little bit of residual weakness in that leg, which maybe is why he was wearing the brace to begin with. So um, the team said he's going to be a game-time decision. That would shock me if they actually suited him up and cleared and got him out there on the field, though. He's only about eight months, from what I calculated, out from his reconstruction surgery. So that would be a a real gamble, uh, in my opinion. Um, you look at a guy like OBJ. I mean, he re-ruptured his ACL. He was kind of within a two-year window from his original surgery. And those first two years, there was a very high incidence of re-injury rates with ACL ligaments in NFL wide receivers in particular. So you really have to be careful and make sure these guys are good enough to go before you kind of just throw them out there. And in Godwin's case, it you know, hearing that he was wearing a brace and he was still doing stuff on the side, non-contact, tells me he's probably not ready. Yeah. Um, and again, going back to what you alluded to earlier, don't want to risk that now when, you know, especially get a whole season to play yeah. out. Um, so no, no reason to rush him. Julio Jones, by the way, could be a nice DFS start. Um, we'll, we'll be talking about that a little bit later. I got one guy for you, um, Brian, that was brought sure. up. How about KJ Hamler? Um, do you have anything on him and his status going into today? Um, I don't, um, but if you want to fill me in on what his injury is or what they reported anyway. Well, he had an ACL. He's coming back okay. from um, that from last year, um, and from what I didn't really – I just kind of – honestly, I didn't even know he was on the report. Greg actually sent the uh, text to me earlier, so I was looking it up as you were talking. So it looked like he had an ACL last year, and right now he's just listed as questionable uh, with the knee or hip. So I don't really know what's going on with him, to be honest, but if he's coming back – from an ACL could be, you know, maybe got a little bit of flare up in that knee. Um, to yeah. be honest, I just don't know. So I just didn't see if he was on your report or not. You know, he hasn't popped up on any of my radar. Uh, I haven't really gotten a lot of questions about him. But again, you know, when you're looking at any of these ACL uh, reconstructive surgery guys, you know, especially if they got injured at any point last year, late in the season, you know, so most of the guys we talked about were either week 15 or later. Um you know, you're kind of really on the the fence here about whether these guys are going to be actually playing and ready to go. So if he's any further along than that, you know, anywhere closer to the 12 to 18 month mark, then I would say it's probably nothing serious. You could probably bank on them being out there. But the guys that we already talked about, these guys are all kind of within the eight, nine, 10 months kind of window. Um, with the exception, I think of uh, the one I mentioned earlier, who was at about a 12, uh, Dobbins, who's at about 12. But again, he had multiple injuries, not just an isolated ACL. Um, which is what Jamison uh, Williams, the receiver that was drafted um, out of uh, Alabama, had. You know, those guys you would expect to be the guys that bounce back quicker when you have an isolated injury like that. But when you start throwing in all the other stuff on top of it, it, it can definitely slow your rehab and recovery down. Definitely, you know, kind of throw some kinks into things as you get closer to that nine-month mark, eight-month mark. So pay attention to the timelines. You got to really look at when their surgery was. Yeah, absolutely. Good call on that. Um, all right, is there anyone else that you've got a lot of uh, questions about that we haven't brought up, or did we pretty much nail it all? Um, well, there, the tight end for the Minnesota Vikings, Irv Smith, apparently he fractured his thumb. Uh, he's been cleared to play. He's only about four weeks out from his actual injury, which was a little surprising, but it tells me that he's probably healing well, and they're probably satisfied with what they've seen, that they're willing to let him play. My guess is he's probably going to be playing with something protective, though, 
on that thumb, uh, whether it be a splint or a brace of some kind. So he might be a little bit uh, hampered by that uh, in a ro- receiving role, um, and it may affect his blocking as well. Uh, it's a little early, but you know, by four weeks, if, if they're happy with how he's feeling and what the X-rays look like, then it and the thumb is stable, didn't require surgery, then you know he's probably good to go. I, I just don't know how effective he's going to be, especially if he has to wear something on that hand um, that's going to may affect his uh, receiving ability. So that was one guy that uh, I got a bunch of questions about. Um, there was a couple of receivers that had some hamstring strains. Russell Gage, uh, Tampa Bay, uh, was some guy that we talked about earlier in the week. Um, he had limited practice kind of leading up to today. Um, I think he could be a game-time decision. Again, hamstrings, like we mentioned earlier, got to be really kind of careful with. You don't want this to linger all year. Um, I got a bunch of questions about Michael Gallup. Uh, he's not coming back. Uh, he's going to be out. Uh, he's a Week 17 ACL injury, so he's kind of still on that early time frame like I just mentioned. I don't think we're going to see him probably for a few more weeks yet. Um, Kadarius Toney uh, was a hamstring injury during camp uh, for the Giants, but um, it sounds like they were just treating it really cautiously. He's been uh, quoted as saying he's ready to go, feels great. Uh, I, I foresee him being out there. Uh, he did practice uh, late in the week heading into today's games. Um uh, and, and that's pretty much about it. Um, we talked about Matthew Stafford. We saw the results of that game on um, Thursday night. Whether or not his elbow was an issue, hard to say. Uh, you know, first game of the year, everybody kind of looked a little rusty. He wasn't really in the preseason because of the elbow. Maybe chalk it up on some rust. Uh, he, he made some throws down the field. My concern was that was going to be the issue, was his ability to throw the ball with velocity down the field. You know, could he have taken more shots down the field? Maybe. I don't know. Um, that's I'll leave that up to you guys to kind of decipher. But uh, his elbow didn't look like it was a huge issue. Head coach uh, said it wasn't going to be. Um, You know, you guys can be the judges on that. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Uh, Drake London was another guy I got a lot of questions about, Falcons wide receiver. Um, He was dealing with uh, some type of minor knee injury, the Falcons said. They weren't too concerned about it. He had some limited practice during the week. I don't think it's a big issue. Um, I did see the replay of his injury. It looked like it could have been a lot worse, but I think he got lucky. And so um, it it happened on like the second snap of the first game of the preseason. So they kept them out for a while, but I think it was just more of a precautionary thing because they didn't, they wanted to make sure it wasn't going to be an issue the rest of the way. Um, T Higgins uh, was a guy that was getting questions about earlier in the week. Uh, It looks like he's going to be good to go. He's been listed as active. He's not on the injury list anymore as is Deontay Johnson with the Steelers. Again, he was a guy earlier in the week that everybody was concerned about, uh, but he's now off the injured list as well. Um, Miles Sanders was another guy that w- people were asking me all about, a uh, hamstring thing. He had a similar injury last year that he was dealing with during preseason. Could be a, n- a nagging thing for him, hopefully not for going forward for the rest of the season. Um, but he f- was a full participant in practice uh, later in this week, and so uh, he should be good, good to go as well. 
Um, nice. If I missed anybody else, there's a lot. Uh, just let me know. But uh, we'll be doing this every week, everybody. So stay tuned. It's going to get a little crazy as we get more into the Indeed. season here. <laughs> Indeed. So, Brian, let everyone know, by the way, we're going to have Brian on every Sunday. So, Brian, let everyone know that is tuning in where they can follow you and find all your good stuff as well. Yeah, so you can uh, follow me on Twitter. That's usually where I'm most active, uh, at host Brian Scott. Uh, I try to uh, do some quick updates on with my Twitter feed, uh, touching base on whatever injuries or whatever stuff's in the media, and try to throw some clarity out there, uh, give some information that maybe they leave out of the reports. Um, you can find me on uh, Facebook and on Instagram, the Injured List Podcast. Uh, you can check out my website, uh, injuredlist.com or injuredlist.net. Um, Wednesday nights and Thursday nights, I'm with some other belly up shows, uh, MD fantasy football show. We discuss injuries uh, on those two nights. And then obviously I'll be here with TSS on Sunday mornings, uh, going through the last minute stuff, uh, giving you that, that kind of things that roll out on Friday and Saturday that, that people start getting really nervous about as they start making their lineup choices on Sunday. So, um, it'll be a good show to get in that last minute news and, uh, help, help you kind of figure out what to do. Absolutely. We appreciate you being here. And just so you know, next time we don't mention Dan's show on my show. No, I'm just joking. Oh, no. <laughs> just having fun with him. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We get back, guys. We got to our mailbag questions. We're going to come back and answer. So we'll be right back. Brian, thank you so much. We'll see you next week. All right, guys. Take Three Bees Honey Farm, a veteran-owned and family-operated company located in beautiful St. Cloud, Florida. Our honey is raw, unfiltered, and chemical-free. That means you get all the healthy benefits of honey, plus pristine quality every time. We also have a variety of products, like handmade soaps, body scrubs, lip balms, lotions, and handcrafted wooden products for the home. Buzz on over to our website, 3 beeshoneyfarmcom to place your order today. Any order over $55 ships free in the United States. Follow us on social media and watch out for our subscriber specials. 3 Bees Honey Farm, where honey is where the heart is. So last night we got busted with the Simpsons. Today we got Disney. I mean, lawsuit. Come on in, baby. All right. Like I said, we got the mailbag. Let's see. Let's answer some questions. You've got mail. Got some questions in guys indeed let's see some of the questions that we got i'll just go to one of you and if you guys and somebody else would chime in on they can let's start greg you're you just got back all right let me get you right in the fold of things all right Bring let's it. go from, from our boy adam he wants to know tony pollard or damon pierce this week damon you put me on the hot seat with this one. I, I say, you but, gotta, I got to get you in the swing of things, man. It's week one. Let's go. You know what? I like Tony Pollard because they're going to use him in a lot of different variations. He's going to be used, uh, be used as a receiver. He's still going to be able to rush the ball. And they're going to use him in different, you know, variations on that offense. Damian Pierce, he's still a rookie. You know, how much time is he going to, you know, how good is he with pass protection, catching the ball out the backfield, stuff like that. So in this case, I like Tony Pollard on a what, Sunday night game against Tampa. Yeah, I, I, 
you're gonna be you're gonna see him in the slot. You're gonna see him coming out of the backfield. You're gonna see him rushing the ball. Tony Pollard is your pick. Yeah, Justin brought that up last night. You're gonna see a little bit of Tony Pollard in the slot, um, which I didn't. You know, that's kind of, kind of new. It's kind of interesting to see him. Um, I mean, I'm kind of surprised he didn't go with the rookie, but um, we talked about it last night. You must have been watching TSS last night because the Colts last year at number five against fantasy running back. So yeah. Might have been right on that. All right, let's go. I'm gonna go to Fred on this one. All right, just because I know it puts you, it's gonna put you right in the right kind of spot. This is from my boy Elio. We're on a we're on a show together, the trenches. He'd like to know Breeze Hall or Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Now think deep now. Think about your ranking. Who do you go with? <laughs> I said it yes. I said it the day before yesterday. I do not like either one of those running backs playing in the Chiefs and the uh, Cardinals. No Hilaire and no um, James Conner. I think they're going to throw the ball a lot. It's going to be a shootout. That's what I've been hearing. It's, that game is going to be on the arms of the quarterbacks and the receivers. I'm going to go with Brees Hall. We have nothing. We have nothing. Stop it, man. <laughs> Flacco can e- stop Greg. Flacco's either going to hit the slants with Elijah Moore or hand the ball off. We don't have a line. We are in trouble. I'm starting Brees Hall. I said it Friday night and I'm going to repeat it. Brees Hall. Now you, you got- said it just don't have a line. Right. Yeah. But you still got to listen, listen, listen. You still got to hand off the ball, man. There's nothing you can do. You have to hand off the ball. Got to hand it off. Got to hand off the ball. All right. Bad offensive line. Makes sense, Freddie. Glad you're not my coach. I have to say, this is where I interject, because we just talked about a fantasy fantasy bonanza in that game. Why would you not want to have the guy in the fantasy bonanza versus the guy that's playing? He's been tricking us for three years. That's true. (laughs) Free Let's get the fresh kid in. Let's get the fresh, right. the fresh blood. Let's go to our next. This, this question. is cloudy your mind. This is cloudy your mind, Freddie. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Let's go to our next question, Justin. We'll go to you on this. This is also testing a little bit of your fanhood, about a little bit. But you already called out this guy, so this is from Underwater Seahorse. He needs three of four: Chubb, Barkley, Eli Mitchell, and Antonio Gibson. Well, you guys already know who it is. If you tuned in to TSS Fantasy um, on Friday, you know that Barkley is not a guy I'm into right now. I'll take Chubb. I think Chubb's going to be – I mean, the Browns got to run the ball. That's their entire offensive game plan. Chubb is the main bell cow back. They got a good line. Uh, Mitchell, I'm I, like I said, I'm throwing it out there. Mitchell's going to have a really good game. It's going to be a wet day. It's going to be a run-heavy day. Put your boy Mitchell in. And then I don't really like Antonio Gibson – but I like going against Jacksonville's defense a lot better than I like going against Tennessee's defense. So I'll put Gibson in there to get most of the touches, maybe get a touchdown and save you. Barkley, I know a lot of people are on him, but not this week. Uh, Greg, this one, uh, next question was particularly <laughs> from somebody you know. Um, so they want to put it from – it's from your daddy's bunghole. They wanted to know <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> I think I know who this is from. So Zeke or Saquon this week? Listen, I'm gonna go again. So got- Justin said, um, "I'm really high on Saquon this year. This is his second year coming back from the ACL injury, and I think 
with Brian Drayball in, in in New York. I think they're going to go a lot through Saquon. I think he's going to get a lot of passes out of the backfield. I think he's going to run the ball. I think he, he's going to do well this year. So, Zeke, since Zeke signed that contract, he's been going in the wrong direction. And Tony Pollard is going to creep in and take snaps away from him. Saquon doesn't have anybody back there to bother him in the backfield. So with this one, I'm definitely going with Saquon over Zeke. All right, Fred. I'm gonna I'm gonna really put you on your heels with this now, but I'm going in your wheelhouse. I'm still gonna keep you in your wheelhouse. All right. So somebody you haven't drafted. Now you keep in mind that's what streaming means. Somebody that wasn't drafted. Somebody you picked up this week. This is from Juggalo Juggernaut. Top streaming defenses for Week One. Just give me give me one or two you can think of. Somebody ain't draft. It's got a decent matchup that you might like. <laughs> you gotta look through the notes. <laughs> look through the notes. Uh, let's 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 think about a uh, somebody who we would have not drafted. Uh, I, I I go with uh. See, I don't draft a lot of defenses, but I you know what you know what we were talking the other night and. Uh, Okay, you know what? I I think I would go with I, I, I would go with Houston, I guess, if I had to pick a lowly old defense. I know Jonathan Taylor's gonna mm-hmm. hear me out, hear me out. I know Jonathan Taylor's gonna rip and run. I know he's gonna do that, right? We 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 know this. We know this. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm gonna take that back. The giant. No, wake no, no. Because I just, I, I just, up, yeah, I just thought about wake that. Up. Sunday People morning. Turn it off. They're like, all right, this guy you know has what? no clue what he's talking about. The Giants defense. Okay, there you go. Let's Everybody's see, saying we we would talk, no no. Let's hear me out, Greg. We talked about this the other night. Yes, we expect Henry to do his thing. He's gonna get his hundred hundred and twenty yards running. We all know this. We do not believe in Tannehill to to um. What the hell is his name that I kept downing all week? Uh, uh, Robert Woods. Oh, my God. Robert Woods. That <laughs> does not scare anyone. No, no, hear me out. Hear me out. Tiny Hill to Robert Woods does not scare anybody. The defense has been getting better. They Stop saying that. The defense has been better. I think the Giants I, – I, I said it the other day. This is my underdog pick of the week. I think the Giants are going to beat them. Okay, right, and I think it's going to be on my defense. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. That's all right. Yeah, that's why. It's, okay, well, good. At least you went back on the stuff you've already actually researched and you remember. So that's a good job. Right, right. All right. Let's go to Justin because, once again, this is going to hit home a little bit. And I just wanted to hear you say it from the Finn Master. He wanted to know two or Justin Fields this week. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum. Restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more. Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Oh, wow. I would stream at the quarterback this week. I would say none of these guys. There's nobody else. Not one yet, though. 
Fit, fit master, bro. You gotta. I mean, I guess, I guess to a, but it's still a, it's still a, it's a cringe. <laughs> there ain't, ain't nothing no cringe, bro. You know. Oh, look at Jay. Like no, no, no cringe. You already know what's up. You know. Listen, we are about to get this car and head down to Miami, and I cannot wait to watch this psycho beta beat down that's about to go down. You, you gonna um, have your tour jersey on? No, I got this. Yeah, it's totally ninety degrees out. It's 90, with a hundred percent humidity. Right, it's tank top season, baby. Forget about that. All right, listen, our boy Jay the Plug came in. He want to give us his plug of the week. This is plug number one for Jay. And when we get when we get done with that, we're gonna bring in Mikey Betts for our bet. So let's hear Jay's plug of the week. <laughs> time man god how long ago did you leave two minutes ago how long does it take to make warm water with lime better not be lemon in here it better be lime okay stay right there i'm checking it okay you pass you can leave now i don't understand why you're laughing so much just leave okay What's good, ladies and gentlemen? Jay the Plug here with the very first Jay's Plug of the Week. You're not going to go over. Oh, yeah, the top hat? Too late, man. You forgot to pick it up. You literally have the smallest list of things to do. Just leave, Carlton. Go. We're trying to do stuff. Anyways, you can see I don't have my top hat on. Carlton forgot to pick it up from the cleaners. Anyway, Jay's Plug of the Week is probably somebody y'all aren't thinking about. Yeah, a lot of people out there don't care about defenses, kickers, but my plug of the week is Cincinnati Bengals defense playing a Pittsburgh Steelers offense that they have no identity anymore except for Najee Harris, which is a great running back, got great receivers and everything, but they have no idea who's going to be a quarterback. And it's going to be Trubisky, the very first game, most everybody knows, pick city. So the Bengals defense is my plug of the week. Plug them in. Plug of the week, the Cincinnati. Jay, you got to come with something better than defense, bro. All right, we'll <laughs> talk about that later. All right, we got a guest waiting. Let's bring him in. Hey, if you want to win some money, you bring in the, the Mikey Betts. Let's bring him in. Good morning, Mikey Bebs. Welcome into the studio. And look, he's in his car. Got what else is new? What else is new? <laughs> and uh, also, we got to give a shout out to uh, your daddy's bunghole. I think that's the coolest guy we've uh, ever had on this show as a guest or um, a listener. So shout out Absolutely. to your daddy's bunghole. Absolutely. Big shout out to your daddy's bunghole and not your daddy's bunghole. All right. All right, Mikey, what of our what's our big bet? What's what we got going on with the money today? We want to win something. So talk to yeah. us. Well, I did a lot of research today. I uh reached out to a lot of people and uh there's a lot that I like for week one and uh week two is usually overreaction week, so week one is the best week to bet. 
Um, I know everyone's going to complain. Yeah, yeah, take those notes down, my friend. Also, real quick before I get into it, where the hell is Nick? Oh, that I forgot. I already said Play that Nick, with a bunghole. Nick doesn't come on the Sunday show. That's like his day off. For us. <laughs> I forgot. Eagles, I forgot. Eagles, Eagles fans. Eagles fans. I know. Right, know. exactly. All right, so the first thing I'm going to go with, I'm going to be a little biased here. I'm a Chicago Bears fan, so I'm going to go with Justin Fields over 199.5 passing yards. People are going to look at me like I'm crazy. Uh, the system that the offense has been brewing in Chicago, we got Lou Getz, which was the Packers offensive coordinator. Uh, you're going to see a lot of um, a lot of schemes and a lot of differences in this year's Chicago Bears and last year's Chicago Bears. You're going to have an offense that actually – uh, works with Justin Fields versus a narcissistic piece of gar- – I, I don't remember if I can swear on this show, but a piece of garbage, as in uh, Matt Nagy. So take the over on 199.5 passing yards for Justin Fields. Now, to gain uh, Jason's trust back, we're going to do Jalen Waddle anytime touchdown scorer, at plus 185. and moved up to 195 right now. Uh, he has scored a touchdown each time he's played the Patriots. So I'm going to go with the trend. I'm going to go with the positioning, and I'm going to go ahead and take Jalen Waddle anytime touchdown scorer. You put a little couple peanuts on it, you might be able to turn it into some peanut butter and uh, make some money off that, plus 195. Uh, I guess we'll start hot, and we'll go with some underdogs. We'll do Vikings plus 100 right there against the Packers because screw the Packers, screw Aaron Rodgers. He should be arrested in jail. <laughs> Everything and above, he should not even be able. I don't know how he's able to walk the streets. Who's who says I take Percocets and mushrooms before every game and I still go play and gets away with it? I don't know. Criminals. Thank you. <laughs> Next up, we have the Cowboys at plus one twenty-six here money line. I'm going to say that because the Bucks don't look that healthy. They lost a lot of weapons, and also when you sign your, you, people are talking about Tom Brady coming out of retirement, but. They forget that their center came out of retirement for Tom Brady. He signed a three-year extension to come out of retirement, and the first day of practice, what did he do? He tore his ACL. He's out for the season. Then, two weeks later, the left guard or the left tackle tear out for the season. So you have two of your starting offensive linemen out for the season. I really don't think that the, the Bucks are even going to win the division. I'm going to take the Saints at plus 390 to win the division. And, yeah, I'm going to go crazy. I'm going crazy. Uh, the next one uh, for this week, I'm going to do Broncos minus six and a half because they're playing the Seahawks. It's Mr. Unlimited, best quarterback in my lifetime. Yeah, I know. I'm going to get haters. That's my favorite quarterback of all time, Russell Wilson. I think he's going to dominate his old team, especially because it's Russell. He's so corny. And, you know, it, like he's got that thing circled forever. So That's right. But, that's right. All right. And then we got uh, Chiefs. Chiefs minus five and a half. Now, the line has been moving from five to six and a half. Why is that? Because there's sharp money being placed on the Cardinals and there's sharp money being placed on the Chiefs. So what are we going to do? We're going to go with the better team always. I'm going with the Chiefs here. Uh, I don't believe in Cliff Kingsbury because I think he secretly hates um, Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray spends too much time playing Madden. So uh, make sure you guys take him out of your fantasy leagues at week eight because uh, the new C- uh, Call of Duty is coming out. So make sure you take him out for week eight. Um, yeah, so I'm taking Chiefs minus six and a half. Hammer that. Uh, you want me to keep going or uh, am I talking too much here? Yeah, no. It's, it's no, your no, second, no, no, no. Give, give, right. give me one more so I can parlay them together. 
Brother, I got like six more and don't ever parlay. Thank you very much. Uh, next up, we got Wilson. <laughs> we got Wilson over one and a half touchdowns against the Bron- uh, against the uh, Seahawks here. The Seahawks have one of the worst defenses in the league. If you don't think Russell Wilson is going to go out there and perform his heart out, uh, you're an idiot. So minus 130 over one and a half touchdowns. I'm taking that for Russell Wilson. I'm also going to take over one and a half. Now, this is a surprise to a lot of people. Over one and a half touchdowns to Marcus Mariota. People might be like, what the hell are you talking about? It's against the Saints. That is now his division rival. And previously when he's faced the Falcons, when they were much better and he was much younger, he's had three touchdowns against him. He's performed very well against the Falcons. Um, The Falcons don't look good. They don't look promising. Their defense stinks. Their cornerbacks stink. So look for Marcus Mariota to try to have a uh, prove-it game for his first game as a starter in quite a while. Over one and a half touchdowns at plus one fifty five here. On the other side of the ball, um, is, is that throwing go. or all around touchdowns? Throwing over one and a half throwing. Okay, yes. there you yes. go. Thank you for uh, thank you for the question. Uh, we have Jameis Winston at over one and a half touchdowns as well. I think you're going to be seeing a very surprising season from Jameis Winston. Um, Anybody who talks like smack about him stealing crab legs is an idiot. I would do the same thing if I was in his position. So no one should hold him accountable for that. Um, yeah, I mean, crab legs are delicious. So shout out to crab legs. Shout out to over one and a half touchdowns for Jameis Winston's passing minus 120. Uh, we all also going to go with Winston over 227.5 passing yards. You know, that guy likes to sling it. You know, he is a crazy guy. Uh, especially against the Falcons. So we're going to go over 227.5 passing yards. Um, if you guys want to get a little bit more uh, bang for your buck, I guess you'd say. Uh, surprising one right here, Hunter Renfro plus 175 anytime touchdown scorer against the Chargers. I like the Chargers to win this game, but Hunter Renfro is one of the hardest players to defend. Uh, you can ask any Chargers cornerback. You can ask any Chargers safety. They will tell you. I think Darwin James Jr. said he's one of the hardest uh, wide receivers to cover. So you're going to see he score, I believe, three out of five games against the Raiders. He scored a touchdown. So if my odds serve me right, I'm going to go ahead and nibble on this and take Hunter Renfro anytime touchdown score. Uh, we're also going to go with, yeah, this is going to be a long parlay, my friend. Uh, we're going to go with Saints-Falcons over 43 points. <laughs> Saints, what, say that one? I'm only doing the game. Saints? Saints-Falcons over 43 points. I feel like there's going to be a lot of points this game. Even though it's a division rival, uh, division game, they usually go under. One of these games, first game of the year, is going to go nuts, especially because, like I said, the Falcons' defense I don't think is anything special. And then you got Marcus Mariota coming to play his balls out. Um. So I think we pretty much covered everything besides my sneaky, sneaky, small peanuts. Do not put anything. I said peanuts, P-E-A-N-U-T-S, small, uh, plus 750 Colts defense, anytime touchdown scorer. I know Shaq Leonard is out. I know that. Um, I actually have the, the Texans plus seven. I didn't want to give it out here, but I do have them plus seven because he's out. Uh, and it's a divisional game, and they always – all divisional games are tight. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to take uh, Colts defense plus 750 on a touchdown. Check that out and nibble on it. It's plus 750. That is probably not going to happen, but if it does, thank you. Thank me. Appreciate it. If it does, all contributions at Mikey Betts. 
make sure you check that out. I do just want to correct one thing you said. Not all divisional games are good. Um, last year, Colts Texans thirty-one nothing, thirty-one to three, my friend. So not always does that work out in your favor. I'm sorry. Did you forget Lovey Smith, the greatest Chicago Bears coach yeah. since Mike Ditka, is coaching the Houston Texans? I That's think what it is. That. I was trying to, figure, trying, to, trying to figure out where this love was coming from. Now so, I got it. You Chicago next guys go deep with the fucking love, don't you? Yes. Remember, Lovey Smith is the coach. Thank you very much. Shout out, Lovey Smith. As always, much love to Mikey Betts. We appreciate you being here. Bro, you got up so early, it's still dark out in Chicago. We really appreciate your your um, passion for TSS and getting up for us. And, and you're already smoking cigars. Really got to appreciate it. Greg's it's drinking. Sunday, baby. Early. Bears are playing. That's it. Orange That's right, bro. It's you fine. Guys are you up already? It's fine. No, well, we're going to – we're gonna. We're going to take a commercial break, and we come back. We're going to come back and do our picks. You can hang out, but I just didn't – I figured you were on your date, so you might want to get back to business. Nah, please. Keep me here as long as possible. Let's, All let's right. We're commercial, and we'll get out of here. Nice. All right. We're going to take a break, and we come back. It's going to be our picks brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Hayden, we love fantasy football. We do? It's a fantastic game yet. Still not perfect. Like, I hate leaving – high-scoring players on my bench. The worst, man. In fact, hate it even more when I put injured players and they're in my starting lineup. Can't have that. And I need a life. The waivers, the trades, every single week, it grinds on me. So we at Underdog Fantasy want to make fantasy football easier for everyone out there. It's called Best Ball, and we set your optimal lineup for you each and every week. You can do it all year long. We have drafts going all the way from February to week one of the NFL season. What are you waiting for? Use our awesome early sign-up offer to get a little extra something on that first deposit and that first time you play on Underdog Fantasy. So you put them up, reach the skies, let the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog, one time for the underdog. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtowns Healthcare in Denver. Downtowns Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtowns Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Never over saying is welcome. Mikey Betts hanging with the TSS crew. We appreciate you. As I said, I alluded to earlier, it's time for our picks of the week. Again, brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. You've got to ask yourself a question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Well, do you, punk, indeed. Let's go right away to St. At Atlanta, we were just sitting here talking about it. 
Atlanta leads this series 54 to 52, surprisingly enough. Last year, this this series was split, believe it or not. New Orleans won 30 to 20 at Atlanta. And then when they went to New Orleans, Atlanta won 27 to 25. I think this is pretty simple. I don't think I think um, hard determination and yes, as you as you put it, Mikey, um, Marcus Mariota playing his balls off is not going to be enough for this stout defense that they're going to face. So I'm going to take the Saints in this matchup. Justin, what say you, friend? Oh yeah, the Saints all the way. I, I don't care how much balls Mariota is bringing to the table. This man ain't got enough to beat the Saints, and uh, that's just a fact. So I'm going to go with the Saints on this one. All right. Speaking of balls, Jester, what say you, friend? I've been bragging about them lately. Uh, Saints, dark horse, Super Bowl contender. It's got to be the Saints. Indeed. I mean, this is, like I said, it's going to be a romp. Greg, what say you on this matchup? Going for a clean sweep. Going for the Saints. I think Jameis Winston, you got Oleve, you got Michael Thomas, you got Jarvis Land, you got Kamara. It's going to be a wash. Saints all day. <laughs> Saints all day. Mikey, who do you overall got in the matchup? I'm taking Saints, and I'm going to take the points to minus five and a half, like we all said. Uh, doesn't matter how big Mariota's balls are. They're Hawaiian, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> does, does, not, I don't even know what that's supposed to mean, but yeah, that's, funny. that's pretty funny. I don't know either. So. He's, he's, got Hawaiian, he's got Hawaiian balls. What do you want? All right. Yeah, All right, let's go, on, let's go on to the next matchup. This one, again, looks like to be a easy one. Baltimore visiting the New York Jets. Ravens lead this series 9-2. to two. Last time they played was 2019. The Baltimore Ravens won 42-21. to 21. I find that if that score is pretty accurate, although I don't even think the Jets see three points today. I think this is just if you Braven see is a must start. I mean, you have Joe Flacco. I mean, this is not actually surprise. I mean, it's not even I'm, I'm hating on your Jets, bro. I mean, it's just it's just it's not actually surprise here. This is going to be a complete whitewash, if you will. Greg, I'll go to you first on this one. What say you? This is my upset pick of the week, man. I'm going with the Jets. It's the first game of the season. Unprepared defenses, unprepared offenses. You got Flacco. You got Elijah Moore. You got Wilson. You got Brees Hall. You don't know what to expect. You got Humphreys coming off an injury. You got Peterson coming off an injury. You got Kyle Hamilton, a rookie safety. Flacco was a vet, sneaky vet. So I'm picking the Jets all day, baby. And, it's, it, you know, it's my upset pick of the week. Like you see him drinking, folks, it's early, so you know what's up. Fred, what's your juice? I wish I had the sacks and the gall of, uh, <laughs> of the juice. But, it, You're fake. Uh, you don't have Hawaiian no. balls, bro. You're white. I don't have Hawaiian, I don't have Hawaiian pineapple. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm picking the Ravens, not by much, yeah. but I, I'm not going to pick the Ravens, man. Come on, stop. Uh, all right, your fan card's right here, bro. All right, Justin, what say you on this one? Hey, did Joe Flacco ever get his revenge game? Like, I mean, this is a revenge game for Joe Flacco right here. I don't think they're going to win, but I think they're going to surprise some people. I think they're going to do pretty well. Even though the commission over here says, oh, I'm not a hater. We need a haterade drop for every time he talks about the Jets. Well, to be fair, they're not very good. So, I mean, let's be fair. All right, Mikey, do do you have anyone different in this matchup? Well, I got one word, and it's MILF. 
man, I love football. Shout out to Zach Wilson. Uh, we just got to talk about that. He might be good, but I'm going to go ahead and take the Ravens because it's not the playoffs, right? So go ahead and take the playoffs here. All right, go ahead and take the Ravens. Yeah, indeed. So, Greg, that makes you our lone wolf for this Lone wolf for that, Matt. I can't. I just can't even get over it. You're actually gonna ride with that. Although I know you said pregame, you might want to change it. Um, let's go. Let's go back the Panthers lead this series four to two. The last time these teams faced off was 2018. The Browns won 26 to 20. Lots of, I mean, just lots of intrigue in this matchup. Obviously with Baker Mayfield. But listen, I seen Jacoby Brissett at work, bro. I'm sorry. So I mean, it's not going to be for me. This is not a good day for Cleveland. Um, it's not a good day for offense. I don't think on either side. I'm not, you know, I'm not big on Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland defense is pretty good. I'm not. If I could buy into a kicker, it'd be in this matchup right here. So um, I think Carolina will win, not by much, maybe six three. Um, Fred, we'll go to you first on this one. What say you in this matchup? Uh, if I remember correctly, I pick Cleveland. Uh, I just think the oh, I think Nick Chubb is going to overwhelm him. I, I mean, I give. I, I I just don't see. I just don't trust Baker Mayfield, man. I, I can't see him being Cleveland at all. You you, you went Panthers. Did I? That's why. I'm about, see, I, I do this stuff early and then I forget at Write night. Down, you see what Fred. happens? Write it down. <laughs> Get this guy out of here, Justin. What say you? Uh, I'm gonna Did stick with the Panthers on this. I'm sorry, I have to ruin the the rest of you, of your picks, but I just just to show it. Like Jesus Christ, this guy. Oh, go ahead, Justin. Well, I don't know what else needs to be said. I think the Panthers are going to be able to handle this one pretty easily. I think it's – I mean, like you said, Jacoby Brissett is, you know – Yeah, I mean, I like him as a quarterback, but I don't think he's still got much to work with back there. And then, you know, how are you going to stop Christian McCaffrey? DJ Moore is going to have a good game. I think that this team – the Panthers are probably – it's not going to be a high-scoring game, but I, I can see it being around like that 20-7 to 7 type of game. Greg, you got anything different on this one? No, I, I'm I'm with the Panthers. I'm just disappointed in Freddie, man. Like some things never change, man. Listen, listen, you should get back. You should see him the other night. The other this night has kind of been Fred's week, though. You know, right, <laughs> right now you should go listen back and I, watch how this guy just like. Cool, <laughs> that was hilarious. Cool, I, I, I'm off for like I'm on vacation. And I come back, and he's still doing the same shit. I'm prepared. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can't remember every single game. That was a close one. Uh-huh. What you what? write your notes then? But where's, I'm where's my my uh, Panthers? My, it's in my text. It's in my text. Okay. It's Baker's revenge game. CMC's returning. Panthers all day. And Panthers got a sneaky good defense. So uh, Panthers uh, all day. They, they both. I guess. I got the Browns then. Oh. All right. No, so, you uh, no, you got Panthers. I'm not changing the graphics in the middle. All Mike, right. I got the Panthers. Uh, I'm, I'm, taking, I'm taking the Panthers here, plus one and a half, especially. Uh, it's going to be a close game. But uh, Baker, ne- Baker needs that revenge game, at least to feel good once, right? So yeah. let's let him get it. 
All right, I alluded to this one earlier. We talked about divisional matchup, the Colts at Houston. Um, Colts lead this series overall 32-9. to Damn! Last year, I mentioned it, 31 to nothing, 31 to 3. I think this is part trace. They're going to roll Houston today. Houston, I think, offensively will answer, which I think is good fantasy wise. I think Davis Mills is a good play today. You know why? Because they're going to have to keep up with uh, Indianapolis. So, you know, if you've got Houston Texan players, I'd start them for sure, going back to that Damian Pierce question earlier. Um, yeah. Um, Justin, we'll go to you first on this. What say you in this matchup? Yeah, I mean, crazy enough, Shaquille Leonard really does make a difference in this game. You know, for, you know, when he was playing, I was thinking this was going to be a lot like what Commission was saying, 31-0, kind of a roll-it game. Now you're looking at, like, Damian Pierce could have a good game. You know, the whole middle of the field kind of opens up now. So, I mean, I think it's still going to be a close game. I think the Colts, the Colts will pull it out just because they got that veteran leadership and they got that tank of a man, Jonathan Taylor. But I definitely think it's going to be closer than uh, the past two games. Brandon Cooks, I mean, there's a lot of lot of interesting uh, guys. Nico Collins could have a bit. I mean, there's some guys, I think, today in Houston could surprise you. Fred, what say you in this one? I'm starting Brandon Cooks from Houston, but it's the Colts all day. It's not even close. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Greg, you got anything different in this one? No, it's Colts all day, definitely. But what I like is a sneaky play is Rex Burkhead because the the, the Houston is going to be playing from behind. And that's why I'm not so high on Damian Pierce because when they get from behind, Burkhead is a good um, pass catcher out of the backfield. So he's a good play, but definitely Colts are going to run. You know, you got Matt Ryan, you got Jonathan Taylor, you got Michael Pittman. Naeem Himes may have a sneaky good game. So Colts all day. Indeed. Mikey, what say you, Bob? Yeah, I do think the Shaq Leonard thing is uh, is huge. Um, and then their offensive tack, tackle, Kelly, he's ruled out as well, so we got to be careful about that. That's why I do like the points at plus seven for the Texans. But I will go ahead and take the Colts' money line all day. I think the Colts are going to win this one. Uh, but, yeah, that plus seven, I think that's way too many points to be taken, especially when you get spanked twice like that last year. You want to come back and answer you want to come back and say, look, we're not going to get spanked like that. This is a different team. This is a different offense, defense, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, Colts, but Texans plus seven. Hmm. All right. So, let's go Jags at Washington. Uh, the Commanders lead the series 6-1. to one. The last time they met was 2018. The Commanders won 16-13. Obviously, different teams, much different teams at this point. Um, with Carson Wentz there, I kind of, you know, I like, you know, I mentioned before Antonio Gibson to me is the start today. I like all commanders today against the Jaguars defense. I, you know, and I'm the commander's defense isn't very scary neither. So you could play some Jags today. I'm definitely not scared of the commanders, although it's not a confidence play, but either way, we're still talking football commanders to me, uh, to me win this pretty easily today. Justin, what say you on the one? Oh Yeah. The NFC East champions this year are going to win it. That's right. The Washington Commanders. <laughs> got to love it. Um, got to stick by those picks, too. It's going to be, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a matchup. I think that it's going to be back and forth for a couple quarters. But I think the Commanders will pull away uh, by the fourth quarter. And, you know, it'll be somewhat close game. Jaguars will definitely look better than they did last year with Urban Meyer. Greg, what say you? New culture. New head coach, new offensive coordinator. 
I like Trevor Lawrence. I like the Jags. I like ATN can have a big game. Christian Kirk, he's a sneaky good play this week as well. I'm going with the Jags with this one. Duval, all right. Fred, what say you to look Fred had to go in in his notes. Yeah, because I said the same thing. New coach, new wide receiver, new running back. Etienne's back. New, new, new. Washington handles them because everything is brand new. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) Mikey, what say you on this matchup? Oh, man. My good friend, James Robinson, is going to kill me for saying this, but I'm going to go ahead and take the the commanders uh, minus two and a half here. Uh, I've... The chemistry, I don't know how it is in Jacksonville right now. From what I hear from the inside reports and all that stuff is it's not the best. People are still getting to know each other, and it's already week one of training uh, – of football. Like, football has started, and these guys are still, like, not where the chemistry should be. So I'm going to go ahead and take the commanders just because of chemistry alone and Ron Rivera. You guys know that that's a guy, kind of coach that you guys want to play behind. So Mikey, commanders. Did you, just, did you just name drop on my show, sir? Uh, you're, you just say my good buddy James, bro. You don't say if James, if he's your good buddy, he should be on TSF. That's all I gotta say. Greg, you're our low. He could try. He he won't even come on my show. You think he's gonna come on your show? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the... you know what? You're probably right. Yeah, I, I'm gonna ask him. Let me see what he says. He's gonna be like, all right, Thank he's you. a Florida guy. Yeah, I'll ask. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. He'll come on before he comes on for your ass. All right, yeah, Greg. Because, you're, yeah, you're right. You're, you're right. Our low. You're our lone wolf for this one. All righty. We are on to the biggest matchup of the day, the one we are all been waiting for. The Patriots go to America's team oh. down to the Miami <laughs> Dolphins. The Dolphins, night, lead, Dolphins lead this series 59-54. to 54. Last year, the Dolphins swept that ass 33 to 24 and 17 to 16. And we're going to go part trace again today. I cannot wait. This is going to be, like I said earlier, a psycho beta beatdown of epic proportions. And if you're playing DFS, we're going to talk about it in a second. Raheem Moster, baby. Great play today. Greg, I'm going to go to you first. What say you today? This hurts my heart. Because I hate both teams. I hate both of them. I hate the Dolphins. I hate the Patriots. But I got to go Dolphins. I have to. I picked the Dolphins. I like Tua in this game. I like Waddle. I like Mostart, too. So, And I hate the Patriots more. That's the only reason I picked the Dolphins. So, Dolphins. Fred, what say you? All right, now. Let me think about this. <laughs> Uh, he doesn't know. Right. He doesn't know what you think, Jason. Here's a here's a hint. The last you're our, you're our lone wolf for this one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and guess what? I gotta say this. This is the, the, I, I kept my card from last time. <laughs> <laughs> so I know who I picked. <laughs> I gotta pick the Patriots, man. I mean, I mean. I don't know. I, I just don't see Tua doing it, even with Tyreek Hill. I don't think the Patriots get swept again. They're gonna take this game. Justin, what say you, sir? God, you are starting to get into like Dallas Cowboy <laughs> hype, man, Lane. <laughs> with that cow, with that Dolphins stuff, uh, I think the Dolphins will win easily. I I think it'll be pretty easy. Yeah, I think it'll be pretty easy. 
Uh, I mean, come on. You, you, it's it's weird to have two defensive coaches leading your offense, but I mean, I, I don't think I think the Dolphins have more than the Patriots at this point. Brad, you're going to embarrass yourself this week. Mikey, what say you on this matchup? Oh, oh man. <laughs> we, know, we already know what to say. Let's just get it over with. So. I'm going to take Dolphins minus three and a half because Bill Belichick, he went down to Miami for the week to prepare for the heat. When's the last time he's ever done that? That's kind of scary, first of all, and then makes you feel like Bill doesn't have it anymore. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Dolphins minus three and a half. It's very scary. You want to know why it's very scary, Mikey? Because – like people have moved, have I've known people live here for years and still ain't used to it. Do you think you'll come out here for a couple of days? Yeah, bro. Come on, bro. I can't wait. Very true. Very wait. True. Ninety degrees, like I said. Uh, this this guy's our lone wolf. Or I, I should just hit the dumbass. <laughs> All right, let's go. Eagles at Lions. A Flanders special today. The Eagles. Uh, lead this series 17, 16, and 2. Got two ties in this series. Last time was last year. Philly won 44 to 6. I think the Lions are going to be a little better today. It's not going to be a 44 to 6 game. You guys know how much I like Jalen Hurts and this offense, um, and I don't think they're going to struggle, but I do think the Lions will put up some points as well. Um, so, you know, again, the Lions will be better, but the Eagles will definitely win pretty handily today. Fred, what say you? Uh, yeah, I mean, if I was like Flanders here, like, you're the Eagles, yeah. Nah, the Eagles going to win, man. This is a boring game. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, what say you? I might be the lone wolf in this one. Because I am going with the Lions. I think the Lions have put together quite a bit in the past couple of years. And I think Jalen Hurts is trash. (laughs) Kind of of in the same level that Tua is trash. So I think that uh, we're definitely going to see if he's good with A.J. Brown or not. And I I, I did not see that coming. going to be eating that cookies. (laughs) I did not see that coming. This is good. This Upset is good. of the week. <laughs> this, is, this is why we have Justin on. He's a yang to my yang as far as that's concerned. OJ, what say you in this one? Eagles. You got – You got. I like Hurts. I like Sanders. That hamstring is healthy by the time the game starts. But I think Hurts and A.J. Brown are going to have a big game this week. So the Lions are the Lions, man. Like, ugh. Campbell has a, makes a lot of noise. Is he really that good of a coach? Like man. he's coming for your knees, OJ. He's coming for your knees. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, what's oh. on this? I, I hate to take this pick because I feel like Nick already doesn't like me unless that's just his face all the time. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take the, the Lions here because I like the Lions. You know, I, I hate to say that as a Bears fan, but plus five. For the Lions and the Lions money line. Go ahead and wow. Well, I mean. Wow. Wow. You're, you're not the lone wolf on the whole set, but at least amongst nope. the boys, Justin, you are the lone wolf. Oh! Hell get, yeah. Let's, let's get back to being not friendly with the. 49ers and the Bears, a matchup. Oh, what a turn of events there, huh? (laughs) The 49ers lead this series 30 
5-32-1. and one. Last wow. year they played, the Niners won 33-22. Let's go to, uh, I don't know, Justin. What say you on this matchup? <laughs> uh, well, I, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but uh, I am a 49er fan, so – I think that it's going to be another victory for the 49ers. Last year, Justin Fields opened up his legs for the first time and started running, which was crazy. I was like, I thought this guy was going to run all the time, but he decided to have his first and only 100-yard rushing game against us, and that was the only reason they were in the game. Otherwise, he was you know, getting sacked a lot. I think he got sacked around five to seven times in that game, and, you know, it was just kind of like havoc. And one thing that I know about the Bears, they haven't improved their offensive line. One thing about the 49ers, Nick Bosa just seems to get better and better, and that defensive line seems to get better and better. So I'm just putting two and two together and saying, I think it's going to be the same result as last week. Maybe a little less points on the Bears side. Sorry, Mikey. Like no, you, buddy. That's fine. No, that's fine. <laughs> Fred, Don't does worry. two and two make four in this matchup? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. It's going to be a little bit closer because of the Nagy effect. But now that he's gone, they'll do better. But this is all day to Niners. Greg, what say you? You know I like star power, Jason. And all the stars are lined on the Niners side. You got Trey Lance. You got Debo. You got Elijah Mitchell. Niners all day. Yeah, Niners all day, indeed. Um, you know, I we – we didn't really talk about it too much um, earlier in the week, but we can talk about it now. The rain really is a factor in this because you're talking about a team, the Niners, who really like to run the football and have a great offensive line. Like I said, that's why I didn't. I had I, I had Lance as a sit because they're just going to be handing the ball off all day, and why not? And run it right down Chicago's throat is what I. I believe anyway. I think I read it was going to be like 20 mile an hour winds right now too. So that's going to be fucking hectic. Indeed. Mikey Betts, what say you, sir? Uh, Yeah, I'm thinking Bears plus seven. You guys are all dumb. Uh, Trey Lance is an idiot. He stinks. I don't like him. Uh, George Kittle is out breaking news for anybody that doesn't know. He's he's good. He's like one of the best players on the team. You think they're going to do anything with him out? Probably not. It's going to be raining. They just put Bermuda turf uh, for the Bears, so good luck with that, 49ers. Um, yeah, so there you go. Justin oh. Fields, greatest player I've ever seen as a Bear in my lifetime. So what are we going to do here? We're taking Bears plus seven. Please don't be shaking your head to the right of me. I'm very sorry that you like the 49ers too, but we're not we're we're not going to go ahead and hop on the 49ers train just because they're the 49ers. I'm not doing it. Bear down all the way, plus seven and money line. I the Bears not. found Nick Bosa's one weakness. He hates turf. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's why they put it in right before week one. They're like, oh, my gosh, Nick Bosa's going to be here. <laughs> the turf Mikey, always gets him. Mikey, we appreciate you joining us today, my friend. I know the old lady wants to get you back in there, and I don't I don't blame her. I'd rather you be in there as well. So hey, I, is she making I, breakfast for you? Because, you know, sure, she's making I breakfast for you, right? Uh, Reese and eggs. Yeah, chorizo and eggs, right? Hell, actually, yeah. How'd you know my girl's Mexican? That's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured you had that kind of a tie, bro. <laughs> yeah, you, you already know. You, know. you like <laughs> make have her make some manudo for you. It'll be good. It'll be good to go. It's delicious. We we appreciate you being here, my brother. We will see you next week. Um, and let everyone know where they can follow you, bro. 
Yes, please uh, follow me so my fiance doesn't think I'm a loser at Real Mikey Bets on Twitter and Instagram, uh, TikTok, YouTube. I'm uh, on a podcast called The Mikey Bets Show and with Barstool's Frank the Tank. Uh, allow me to be frank. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thank you very much, Jason. Guys, appreciate you guys. Always um, very sad that Nick couldn't be here to see his uh, stinky face, but next time, hopefully. So, see you guys next Saturday, right? Or yeah. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, remember, it's the morning, Sunday. bro. We appreciate you being here. We're going to close you out with a classic oldie but goodie CSS fantasy. Goodbye. Hey, man, just want to let you know that sometimes you got to shut the fuck up. You got to shut the fuck up. And this current time is just one of those times you got to shut the fuck up. I don't think you're a bad person. I just don't want to hear you talking anymore. You got to shut the fuck up. I gotta love the Mikey Betts. All right. Yo, he needed that one for picking the fucking <laughs> the fucking bears. Shut the fuck up. The bears, the bears. All right, let's go to the Eagles at line. Or my bad, we already know it. Steelers at the Bengals. Steelers lead the series mm. 38. Ooh. The Bengals last year brought out the broom 41-10, 24-10. Kind of, I like it the same way, quite honestly. You don't need a lot of analysis here like the Bengals big in this matchup. Justin, what say you? Yep, I'm going to go with the bungholes, as Nick would say. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Shout out to Nick on that one. OJ, you got, yeah, uh, what do you got in this matchup? I got the Bengals, man. Mixon, Chase, Burrow, Higgins. Bengals, all day. Yeah, easy, easy. Freddie, what say you? I'm gonna go with the Bengals. Uh, yeah, there's just it's just not a really good game right now. <laughs> you sound so yeah. unsure of who you pick, Freddie. Yeah, it's a, I, I was even, trying to think about it, but even Flanders, even though as as Justin mentioned, he typed them in as bungholes, but he did pick the bungholes himself, actually. So he, even, well, remember, he's not a he's not a Steelers fan this year; he's an Eagles fan. That's only, right, so. it's just an Eagles. That's right. All right, let's go to the four o'clock Packers at Vikings. Packers lead the series six nice. and three. Packers um, won. Oh, actually, it was split last year. They won thirty-seven to ten, and then Minnesota won thirty-four to thirty-one. So this one could be a really interesting matchup. I still, like I said, Air, um, the Packers are my Super Bowl favorites. I love Aaron Rodgers, um, and I I think they pull off this victory today in Minnesota. I think all this hype around Minnesota. Kirk Cousins does what Kirk Cousins does. He he throws great games, but he also screws up at times. So I think today is one of those days against this good Packers defense, and I like the Packers in this matchup. Fred, who do you like in this one? Hopefully I picked this right, but uh, I, 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 <laughs> I, I like the Vikings on this one. Uh, I love Cook, Jefferson, Thielen. I love Cousins. I think it's, this, is, this is finally the time to grab that division and get a stranglehold on it. So, and, and, and Aaron Rodgers doesn't usually play good the first two games of the season, so go with the Vikings. Justin, what say you? 
Um, yeah, so Kirk Cousins went for 341 yards and three touchdowns, no interceptions last year against the Packers. Yeah, that was him being conservative. He is going to walk all over them in this game. I think the Vikings are going to win. Okay, which which game was that, the 34-31? Because in the 37-10 one, he didn't do that, right? <laughs> no, no, no. I said, I want, you said he went for 341 and three touchdowns. Right. Yeah. I heard you. I said what you said. That was, they played twice last year, though. Yeah, but he didn't play in the other one. He he missed it with he an injury didn't? or an injury uh, or an illness. Yeah. All right, Greg, what say yeah. you? <laughs> I'm gonna check that. Check that. Went, check that in the back. I went. I went with the Vikings, man. It's early in the season. Uh, it's going to be a minute before Green Bay gels on offense. You know, Lazard may not play. Got a lot of rookie receivers out there, so I think it's going to be shaky for Green Bay in the beginning of the season. So I'm going with you know. Cousins, Jefferson, and, and Cook. They're going to cook it up. Yeah, I mean, I think they will, too. I mean, have a have at least a decent day. But like I said, I still like Aaron Oh, Rodgers. wow. And You're the yeah, lone wolf, dude. So I am the lone wolf on that. <laughs> All right, so we got the good fantasy bonanza matchup we talked about before. Chiefs versus the Cardinals. <sighs> Series 9, 3, and 1. Last time they played was 2018. KC won 26 to 14. So in this particular matchup, I mean, really honestly, this could go either way, quite frankly. Both these teams, um, you know, are good. But right now, Arizona is injured, unfortunately. So I just going into the matchup. I like the health of the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, so I think they'll just outlast the Cardinals today. Justin, what say you? Yeah, everything you said. I mean, crazy enough, both really good teams, but at this point, Kansas City is healthier. Um, I mean, when you're not talking about Zach Ertz, Rondale Moore for sure, Zach Ertz maybe not being there. You got to rely on A.J. Green and Marquise Brown. That's a whole lot of relying on Marquise Brown to win this game. I think that the Chiefs will take this one. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Greg, what say you? I got the Chiefs in this one, man. I can't. I can never go against Pat Mahomes and that offense and Andy Reid. So I got the Chiefs. Juju Smith, I think, is going to have a huge game in that new offense. So I'm going with the Chiefs. Fred, I always go with the Chiefs, even if they were all healthy. <laughs> I still go with the Chiefs. That's why I put it up there already because I already knew what was up. All right, we're going to go Raiders Chargers. Raiders lead That's the series. Game. 57, 56, and 2. Raiders won last year in OT, 35 to 32. That was a great game. You guys remember that? Chargers won 28 to 14 in the other one. Um, I like the Chargers in this one. I just, like I said, the, it's it's the home opener. It's in LA. They're not not two LA teams not going to lose that home twice. And the Chargers are just a good team overall. I just think they're just going to outlast um, the Raiders in this one, quite, quite frankly. So, that's what I like in this. Fred, what say you on this one? I believe I picked the Chargers for the same exact reason. Uh, it's they're, they're home. They're just they're, I've been hearing a lot lately that they might have the best team in the NFL. So I really want to see them do it. And why? And to do it against the the Raiders is going to be awesome. I want to see this game, fantasy bonanza. But I'm definitely going to pick the uh, the Chargers. Greg, how about you? I'm going with the Chargers too as well. I like I like the Chargers. I think this is going to be a high scoring game. You got Devontae Adams debut with the with the Raiders. You got everybody's favorite quarterback outside of Josh Allen and Justin Herbert. 
So it's going to be a great game. I'm, but I'm going with Good. the Chargers. So give them the home field advantage. Justin, what say you? Oh! <laughs> I am going with the other Los Angeles team in this game. That's right, the L.A. Raiders. That's what you should call them because they are more L.A. than the Chargers will ever be. Um, I'll go with the Las Vegas Raiders in this one. And here's a key for me. J.C. Jackson is out. That means who's going to guard Devontae Adams? Who's going to stop this man from going nuclear? Anybody got an answer for me? Exactly, because there ain't nobody's going to stop him from going nuclear. I think Derek Carr and him make an impact on their first game. It's going to be a really good game. Fantasy bonanza all the way. It's going to be just as entertaining as last week or the week 18 game last year. Yeah, no, I'm excited for that one. All right, how about the Giants at the Titans? This series is tied 6-6. to The last time they played was 2018. The Titans won 17-0. to I just think the Titans are going to just – I don't know. I think the Giants are – are better, but I just think the Titans are still good. I mean, they have Derrick Henry. They have their full arsenal. Um, you know, Bobby Trees is nice. I don't know why all this Bobby Trees hate on the show. He's very good. Um, they also – I like Traylon Burks, like what I saw in the off offseason with him. So, um, I like the Titans big in this matchup. Greg, what say you? Uh, this is this game is going to be boring as hell. <laughs> <laughs> but if I have to pick a winner – it's going to be the Titans. It's the return of King Henry. It's going to be return of Saquon. But I think that the Titans are going to ride King Henry to victory. So, Titans all day. Mm-mm-mm. Justin, what say you in this one? I completely agree. Titans all day. Um, you know, nothing else you can say other than King Henry's going to dominate. And the Giants, I still don't trust Danny Dimes. I still don't trust Saquon Barkley. So, I hope they prove me wrong. But – until then, I'm going to ride it out with the Titans. Tighten up. Fred, what say you? Going with the Giants, man. Uh, <clears throat> listen, man, I think Brian Dabo is going to make a big uh, difference to Daniel Jones and the whole offense. I mean, look what he did with Josh Allen. I mean, Daniel Jones, can. I mean, he may not be as good as a thrower, but he can definitely he run he run like uh, Josh Allen. So I'm going with the Giants. Upset pick of the week. I think they pull it off. That's I didn't pick the Titans. Yes, you. Yes, the hell you did. I've been talking to yes, Giants the all week. You you I know. We oh, still pick the this Titans. This guy. You guys never look at your change, message. man. They message, never bro. change. Tighten up. Tighten up, indeed. Tighten up. Whatever. Let him, let him do it. I, 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 this is a Freddie. That one I'll leave now. I'll let you leave that one. Bucks at the Cowboys next. The Cowboys lead this series 15 to 5. Last year, the Bucks won 31 to 29. I think this is a close game, but I like the Cowboys here. Like I said, I like the, the struggles on the offensive line for the Bucks and Brady's wifey issues. I do not like the Bucks this year. I think the Cowboys, I don't like them that much, but I think they're just a little bit better than the Bucks um, will be, at least today. Um, uh, Justin, what say you? So, on Friday, I did say I like the Cowboys. But when I sent this to you earlier that day, I did want the Bucks. So I know that the Bucks are up there. I'm going to stick with that pick because, you know, at the end of the day, like when I'm looking at it, Jalen Tolbert's getting relegated to four string. Like they're running out of options there. Zeke, he's still got to run up the middle against uh, Vita Vea, who's one of the best nose tackles in the game. Um, 
I'm going to go with the Bucks, and this one's going to be a really close game, though. Indeed. All right, Fred, let's say you. <laughs> I pulled the Fred, but I covered it. I Fred knows. I I th- I picked the Bucks, and I know why I picked the Bucks because on one of my drives I got stuck with Mike Evans, so, and I got screwed over. So I was oh like, you know God. what? That first week, Bucks are gonna win, and Mike Evans is gonna go for 150 yards and two touchdowns, especially without without Godwin. So I picked the Bucks. Yeah, you're not getting screwed over. That's who you selected. That's what happens when you're doing <laughs> multiple drafts. Like that's just silly. Anyway, Greg, what say you? I've learned as a Jets fan to never bet against Brady. So I'm not week one. I'm not betting against Brady. With all the nonsense going out outside. That's one of the most focused ball players that I've ever seen in my life. So he still has Fournette. He still has Evans. He still has Julio Jones. He has Gage. You give Brady anybody at receiver, he's going to make a player out of them. So I can see Brady and the Bucks pulling this out. I'm the lone wolf on this one, I guess. I'm Uh, going cowboy, so I'm the only one. All right, so let's finish up with the Monday night epic matchup. I don't think we need to break much down here. Broncos at Seahawks. Broncos lead the series 35-21. Last year, excuse me, 2018 was the last time they played. Broncos won 27-24. Obviously, much different teams right now. Um, So I like the uh, Broncos big. Um, you know, Russell Wilson all day. There's not much else to say. When you have Geno Smith starting on the other side, you're pretty safe to win. Greg, what say you? This is going to be the ugliest Monday night opening Monday night game ever. Yo, Seattle defense sucks. And this is Russell Wilson's revenge game. KJ, listen, I expect big games from Jerry Judy and Sutton because no KJ Hammer. This is going to be ugly, bro. I, Denver all day. And I hope Jamal Adams gets burnt on at least three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Right, what say you? I agree. I talked about Sutton Friday night. Think he's gonna have a great night. I forgot about Jamal Adams. I hope he gets roasted and toasted all night. But the one player from Seattle I did say was gonna. I hope he does well. Is Font? No offense. So, uh, but I think it's gonna be brutal, and he's gonna be the main guy getting all the the catch. I don't think Metcalf and Lockett are gonna do well. Justin, my friend, what say you? I don't know who Russell Wilson knows at ESPN that he got this game, a public roasting, an actual massacre put on Monday Night Football. But don't mess with this man. He When he is scorned, he will get back at you, and he will do it in public. Um, let's ride all the way. All right. Well, those are our picks for the week. We got through it. Sorry it's running so late. We're going to tighten that up next week, I promise you. Um, before we before we head out, though, we want to talk about our DFS lineup. And before we do that, guys, it's Sunday, so we do got to hear from Fantasy Jesus.
So I guess we're having some technical difficulties there with Fantasy Jesus. I'm not really sure what was going on with that. I heard it earlier, so my bad on that. All right, let's get on so we can move it along to our DFS lineups this week, our ultimate DFS lineups, as it were. Um, Justin, we'll go to you first. I'll just bring up the graphic for you there, Fantasy Jesus. Talk about your ultimate DFS lineup. Uh, yeah, so oh, yeah. I went with uh, Kirk Cousins, um, and then we had uh, Nick Chubb, A.J. Dillon. Uh, I like A.J. Dillon as a value at $5,300. Um, he's going to be getting a lot of the goal line work. Aaron Jones is going to be a pass-heavy guy. Uh, Travis Etienne, I feel like he's going to get a good amount of touches. Uh, James Robinson is looking like he's going to be limited this week, uh, rightfully so, coming off the Achilles tear. Um, and then you got the receivers. I'm really proud of the receivers. I, I like Tiggy Higgins. I like Terry McLaren. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown showed a lot in preseason. Like they, he's actually going to be a guy in the, um, in the NFL. So I like him at 6,100 Terry McLaren. You guys know how I feel about Terry McLaren at 6,500 and then T Higgins as here's something for you. Pittsburgh last year did a really good job with Cameron Sutton holding down whoever was number one. So now, you know, T. Higgins is number two. And last year when he was the number two paired up against the number two corner, he went off for 30 points. So I'm just like thinking I'm putting two and two together. I'm going, all right, so Jamar Chase gets Cameron Sutton and then T. Higgins gets whoever the hell the number two is. I'm going to take that all day long at 6,100. This is really was just like a balanced budget play here. And I like Cole Komet against the 49ers. Maybe not so much anymore because of the weather, but. You know, whatever. And then the defense, like I said, Nor- Niners defense sacked um, Justin Fields seven times last year. Even if he has a good game, there's a good chance he's going to get beat up. All right. Like the matchups indeed. All right. So let's give – I'm going to give Fantasy Jesus one more try. Hold on real quick. Let's see. see if this works. No, still same. Yeah, can't. That's, that's weird. I don't know why it's doing that. All right, Greg, what say you on your ultimate DFS lineup? Well, I think Derek Carr at fifty nine hundred is a you know budget man that that you can't go better than that. I think with Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, I think he's a good pickup at that low of an amount. Um, I did spend a little bit on Alvin Kamara. I think he's going to have a big game against Atlanta and Saquon. I think he's going to do a lot in the receiving game where I'm big at. And this is my big pick of the week. Cause Elijah Moore, I think is a bargain at 5,100 because at the end of the season, he finished, I think in the top 10 wide receiver at the end of the season and going into the season, he's going to be number one receiver for the jets and the jets are going to be down. So <laughs> against Baltimore, so they're going to be passing. And I think Elijah Moore is going to benefit off of that. Christian Kirk is the number one guy in, in Jacksonville. Who's Lawrence going to throw to, but Christian Kirk, I like AJ Dillon for the same thing. Justin said, he's going to get a lot of the goal line carries in, um in green Bay and Zach Ertz. I'm big on him this year. I think with Hopkins missing a lot, but the first six games of the season, they're going to rely on him a lot in the red zone and the Eagles against um who are they playing against jesus i'm getting a freddie moment right now they're playing the lions jared goff 
Enough said. Eagles all day at that bargain. I got them at 3,100. So I think for, you know, getting Carr at 59, the Eagles at 30, 31, and Christian Kirk and Elijah Moore, I think those are good bets. Yeah, I like Kamara a lot for sure. Fred, what say you? Uh, same thing that he said about Derek Carr. I mean, I guess we all picking uh, around the same uh, price range for quarterbacks. Um, I went with uh, top running backs. Uh, you know me, I, I'm a running back lover. Uh, Derek Henry should have a great year, and Dalvin Cook should be right behind him. I actually picked them two plus Taylor to have over 1,600 yards this year. That was my uh, my what do you call it, the bold pick. So three running backs have over 600 yards. Brandon Cooks, he always he always puts up points because Houston don't have anybody else. And Alan Lazar, like he's, like we already heard, uh, don't ever go against Aaron Rodgers. If he tells you something, listen to him. I like Barrios. Uh, he's a little – what? Lazar didn't play I, I, but neither, neither is uh, this guy, Ertz. He's hurt too. But I had to make it sound good. So, so why are you gonna Lazard interrupt it for? <laughs> I'm just saying, Lazard ain't playing, bro. Hurts, hurts. I know he does. I gotta make it sound good. It hurts, fool. Anyway, uh, I picked Sky more because I've been listening to um some stuff lately, and Mahomes said that he's gonna use uh utilize Sky more a lot. So let's see. I think for thirty eight, what is it, thirty eight hundred? I think that was a steal. Um, Daryl. I know one Darryl guy he's gonna utilize. Daryl Waller, of course. I, I think I think he's gonna do well, and then the Commanders' defense. I mean, you know, he's gonna beat them up. They're gonna beat them up. All right, here's mine. I you know I had I actually spent up a little on QB. You know why? Because he's playing the Jets. So Lamar Jackson, oh, QB. Asshole. I also like the Alvin Kamara, and you know I like the Antonio Gibson play. I talked about Raheem Mozart again. You, Bill Belichick, you know, he like I say, he does a good job with keying what you do best. I mean, Tyree Hill, Jalen Waddle, we got a lot of weapons. We can't stop them all. And one of big playmaker we got is Raheem Mozart. I like him a lot today. Talked about Hunter Renfro, Randall Cobb, like Aaron Rodgers, like I said in that matchup. And AJ Green, I think, is a good value buy today with no, um, uh, what's the I can now I'm having a Freddie moment too. Um, yeah. With, no um, with, Write down your notes, guys. No, not Hopkins, the other guy. More, more, more. Thank you. Um, it's early, Mark, it's early in the morning, Jason. I thank you. I spent up a little also on tight end, so I can have my little, um, my little, my little combo there with Lamar and Mark Andrews, and also Titan C again. Daniel Jones loves to turn over the ball, so might as well give them a shot. All right, guys, we're going to close things out. It is Sunday fun day. We're excited to get things started. We're so excited we went an hour and 40 minutes on you, so my apologies on that. We'll definitely tighten up that net next week. We appreciate you guys. You got, Freddie, got anything to say? Sound like you want to yes, play? man, this is it. It's finally here. Regular season football. I've been waiting for the last five months for this. I'm sorry the Jets are hurt, but I, it's, I'm excited. Let's go, man. Let's go. Let's get it. Super excited. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you guys. We will see you on Monday for Oprah Reaction Monday. And we are out. We're on a mission. 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 We're on a
is hard, but it doesn't have to be. Introducing the Science of a Podcast, hosted by Spreaker from iHeart. This weekly podcast looks at the many sides of the podcasting industry, from success, growth, and technology to the varying challenges we all face. This is one podcast about podcasting you don't want to miss. New episodes launch every Tuesday. Listen to the Science of a Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.